0: watching the plane fly by just you know never gets old how cool our planes are that's a c-17 that's not even one of ours
1: not even one of ours Okay. i
0: don't what 12 years and planes are still cool
1: what's going on refill team fairchild as you guys know the whole point of this podcast is just to help bring our community together i've broken it down into simple things we're just gonna hack it out we'll talk about humor and humility accountability connectiveness and also kindness and what other strings for our bows our guests have to bring to the table. Because that's how we make that beautiful music. So let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right, Refuel Team Fairchild. We're doing part two of ALA. If you guys already forgot what ALA is, that's Air Power Leadership Academy. Today I have what was hoping to be students, <laughs> but I've got one student here. We have Other Cool Amanda. You heard us talk about her as Other Cool Amanda in the, vid- in the other podcast Uh, Thank you for being here today. Yeah, of
0: course. I'm sorry you're stuck with just me.
1: (laughs) No, no. I mean, I get it. Poor poor Kumar is out sick. Uh, Jared, we're hoping he's okay. He's over visiting the ER Mm -hmm. right now. I think Olivia's still sick. Poor Jessica. Work is work, and they're a little low-manned right now. Everyone's low-manned, but pediatrics is very low-manned. And then Emmy. Emmy is MIA. Working hard,
0: probably. Probably. Probably working really hard. She
1: She said she was supposed to be working on... A movie day, but that got canceled or pushed (laughs) back till next month. So, you know, Emmy, I'll be looking for you later, but we're really happy to have you. Can you just share a little bit about where you're from, where you've been? You've got a kind of fun career so
0: far. Yeah. Well, like she said, I'm Sergeant Amanda Wilson. I work at the chapel, Go Chapel team. Uh, We do a lot of great work over there. This is actually my second time at Fairchild. I'm um, happy to be back. I was here 2010 to 2014 nice. as a services troop, uh, FSS. We were the first combined FSS, actually, when I came in. We were still separate MPF services side. Okay. So I was part of the first FSS team here at Fairchild, which is pretty exciting. Nice. And from there, I retrained in the career field, uh, Religious Affairs, former chaplain assistants. Went to Shepherd Air Force Base for four years. That was... An experience working with uh, airmen in training and then was very <laughs> lucky enough to go to Germany was at Spangdon for a couple of years and then an emergency EFMP back here to Fairchild and happy to be back it's been about a year since we've been back oh okay. wow it's gone by super fast what how so, what were your years in Spangdon we were there from oh my gosh I'm old we already farther back than yours uh, I think we got there in 2016 2017 and we left 20. Okay. And my husband actually left a little bit after us, so he got to stay a couple months in Spangdown. Lucky him. And he left in 2021, so. Nice. A little
1: vacation in Germany by himself, I guess. I'll age myself even more than (laughs) you, because I was stationed there in 07 to 09 at Ramstein as a postal specialist.
0: Oh, postal specialist. Back
1: when postal specialists were up for anyone's AFSC instead of now. I think it's locked down to FSS, and before that, it was locked down to squadron. So if it makes you feel any younger, I just dated myself
0: quite a bit there, (laughs) because... A lot has changed. You were either everybody's <laughs> favorite person at Christmas or everybody's least favorite person at Christmas. Yeah,
1: they couldn't see me during the first Christmas I was there because I was in the back. You but, just hid in the back. <laughs> but in the, the second year, I was probably not everyone's favorite person because I was customer service. So explaining to people why their packages were maybe delayed or not getting here quite on time.
0: You're our favorite person, though.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Worked
0: hard, played hard.
1: But yeah, I. Rammstein, Germany is great. So yeah, if I'm you sure. ever get a chance to go enjoy it overseas. Soak it all in. Yes, totally agree. But we'll start talking about ALA before we digress again. I'm sure we will. And that's totally okay. Yeah, chapel problems. We talk about everything and everything all the time. So, And I'm learning that CAAs sometimes do similar things too. Yeah, just start rambling.
0: <laughs> it's fun. How did you get involved with ALA? So to be completely honest, I had no idea what it was. Sure. I had never heard about it, um, which I think a lot of people probably are in that same boat because this was the first one on AMC, so it wasn't something that was on my radar. But we had gotten an email from uh, Mr. Carney, or DS, go Mr. Carney. He had sent an email to the chapel um, just asking if anybody was interested, and my superintendent had approached me, and it was, I mean, pretty much an immediate yes. I didn't really look at the time commitment at the time, (laughs) because any opportunity we get to be around our peers I think is awesome. So I, I had not heard about it until I saw this email and I went into it pretty blind, okay. to be honest. I like I said, it was a it was in Pacaf, correct? Was where Sartisu taught it. Yes. And so I just kind of knew I was showing up somewhere at the depot on Wednesday for a couple hours, and really learned about it as we went. And so I will say I do not regret saying my name, raising my hand at all. The time commitment was a bit daunting. Sure. Uh, I think I was telling you before I was going taking two classes, working full time have a toddler, you know, got to go to the gym. It's all this stuff that I already had piled onto my plate. So two hours every Wednesday seemed impossible. Sure. But when you stepped, this sounds so cheesy, and I, I you remember I work at the chapel. I'm very fluffy with my words. But when you step through those doors and you just got to be, you know, the other cool Amanda with your peers, you just, that kind of stuff you just can't take for granted. I mean, we don't get that opportunity very much. And I think about the things that fill my days and i don't get that kind of time sure. to sit with you know NCOs. there was a ton of maintainers in there um and just four. there just was four. it seemed like a ton <laughs> and then you know we had seer we had fss we had medical and and it was great that kind of time i, I you know i would very willingly give up 2 hours every week again to do it so yeah
1: no yeah i can completely understand cuz 2 hours is a lot and then i was kind of talking to you before we started the podcast uh, i think i was i'm talking to Tania about it just that girl is always at work. Mm. She and I, sometimes I think it was a competition to see who could be online longer. But that's just the thing is, as, as you become a staff sergeant or a tech sergeant, and you get these managerial roles, supervisory mm-hmm. roles, you're going to be doing late hours sometimes anyway. One nice thing about ALA, you get a chance to kind of just meet your peers, get on the same page as, who said that? Kumar, that. You learn that everyone's kind of going through the oh, same struggles, yep. mm-hmm. just in a different environment, but you all kind of have a chance to talk about it. And mm-hmm. cool Amanda mentioned, it's like a AA, AA for <laughs> NCOs, but you guys push yourself so hard and you want to stay late sometimes, or you feel like you need to stay late. Mm-hmm. So you're already here till 5 or 6 p.m. sometimes. Right. Come join us for a little bit, and then we're going to kick you out, and we're going to say, it's 6 o'clock. We promised we'd have you out of here two hours. six o'clock if we start late that's our own fault we're not keeping you late because we messed up as cadre out you go go home so i think that kind of helps too because it was guaranteed don't go back to work go home yeah come in in civilian clothes leave work at work enjoy the time hopefully and then after go home Mm -hmm. get some sleep play with the kid do some homework go to the gym if you need to maybe go to the gym a different day hopefully Hopefully, John's made dinner that
0: night, so you don't yeah. have to worry Yeah, my husband's it. a great cook. Thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, i that's what you said, the civilian clothes thing. It's funny how important that is. I rolled up in sweatpants a couple times. Like, yeah, because I it, did it every day. Yeah, it, you did? Yeah, those gray sweatpants, <laughs> yeah. It was nice because my work kind of knew, oh, it's Wednesday. Sergeant Wilson has her thing. They didn't really know what it was. Did they sure. just knew I enjoyed it. But they said, Sergeant Wilson has her thing. She's changing. I got to go. And that's what was great. It was like, I knew... We started about at four. Yep. Yeah, four I do it at three forty-five. I needed to leave the chapel, and, and be at the depot, which the depot is great too. It was a great a great setting for us to be. But um, and it was like you didn't have to be Sergeant Wilson when you walked through the doors because we did have some pretty open and honest and, and real conversation. Sure. Um, I actually went through NCOA last year. Okay. So I w- got to go through the Space Force NCOA. Does that make me fancy? Probably. <laughs> um, maybe. But. I, I looked at the two because I think the closest thing we could compare ALA to is PME, but it's so much different than PME. So I looked through my NCOA experience. And it was very much like, we're going to read these pages and then you're going to write a 30 minute speech. And, and there wasn't a lot of conversation. Okay. It was more so like say the right things at the right time. But ALA very much encouraged that real conversation. Like this is what we're supposed to think, but this is what we're really thinking. And this is what's really happening And so I was really grateful to have that very structured PME experience at the beginning of the year and then to have this informal, real-talk PME experience with fellow NCOs. Um, And I went through NCOA, gosh, NCOs were pretty close, I think, to time. How long? You are there for, what, eight weeks? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I have a really bad memory. This is probably... Why I don't do good in math is because I can't remember simple things. But, you know, I've, at the time, commitment was pretty much the same, aside from NCAA, that's your job every day. But I, I think I i really did bring up more real-world experience from this kind of format, okay. which I'm very thankful for. So,
1: Oh, that's cool. And as a cadre and getting brought on, I remember looking at the schedule and the list of topics. And some of them, it's like, how are we teaching these? And then I saw the PowerPoints that we could pull off of if need be. Hopefully, hopefully they like it, but I think, and John said it best, people don't want to, and I know people don't want to use PowerPoints. Mm-hmm. I know we had some at mine, or the first one we did, and that was only to give you guys a chance to read the questions. Mm-hmm. It, how easy is it for someone to talk for two minutes and then go to the next person, and they don't remember the questions? <laughs> I'll
0: be honest, I don't think I remember any PowerPoints. I think I remember, Again, like, once or twice, Goose, blacked it out. Goose would be like, oh, there's a PowerPoint back here, but I think... It, it was just a very real conversation, and, and it never, I don't know if you ever felt this, it never stalled, it seemed like. There was never that kind of, like, awkward, like, okay, somebody say something. You know, then never commanders come all, you know, and somebody says, do you have a question? And everyone's just kind of, like, looking at each other. It never really felt that. Good. Um, with that class, it was just everyone was pretty willing to, to the first day aside, first days are always awkward. And you know. we kind of
1: forced you guys to work in small teams that first one. My small
0: team did win, by the way. You got the
1: book. What book it, did you get? Do you remember?
0: Um, The one with the ladder. What is the title? It's on my list to read this year. Oh, no. I feel awful.
1: Sorry, sorry, Taishu.
0: I, I, it is on my bookshelf, and it. I'm trying to read 25 books this year, and oh, it's wow. one of them, but I can't remember the title. It has the ladder. Is it How to Win Friends? No, that's not a thing. Is that a thing? It probably is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. That
1: sounds like something John would hand out to somebody.
0: <laughs> I remember I was pretty excited because I wanted to read it, and now I feel awkward. So Well, I didn't mean to make it awkward. I'm sure he <laughs> understands, especially if you have 25 books on yeah. that list. I'm, I'm going to go over. There's at least 50 on the list. I'm trying to get through 25 of them. So. Oh, okay. We'll then see.
1: I, I think he'll understand. But what was your concept? Your concept was the if chaplains could do more, basically, right? Oh, if
0: we could have non-religious chaplains. Yes. Yeah, that was my concept to have just maybe an agnostic or humanist chaplain somebody that's not endorsed by uh the typical normal christian protestant kind of endorsements sure it's pretty passionate about it i got into a debate with i think one of the cadres i think i was trying to rile it up but we won so you know yeah might have been, i think it was, maybe it was
1: one of the chiefs but i remember you guys definitely won hands yeah, down it was great we had a good group and so. we'll we'll save that conversation maybe for another podcast when we have religious affairs come to because yeah. I don't want to steal the thunder on that because I think that is a really cool concept you guys did come up with yeah so if nothing else stay tuned so we got you <laughs> hooked do you remember any of the classes that maybe you enjoyed the most I know it was a while ago now
0: again is it going to sound cheesy if really I can't pinpoint any single one um, any actually, good conversation that you remember I that think I one of the ones I really enjoyed the, mo- the most was the first sergeant panel. Okay. Um, I think, so our job uh, the chapel, I think is similar to first sergeants. We deal with a lot of the kind of same stuff. First sergeants, though, they're one person, and they are on call all the time, and they are rock stars, so thankful for our first sergeants. But to have them, you know, come in and just kind of have that real talk with us, because there were quite a few people that were interested in being first sergeants, they provided that time for us to talk to them about it. But they opened up about a lot of real stuff that they see. And how to work through that. So that was a really good conversation. I had never really been through a first sergeant panel like that. Okay. I think every first sergeant panel I've ever seen is like, if you want to be a first sergeant, sure. A, B, C. But this was like, this is what it's like to be a first sergeant. That was a great panel. So I really did like that one. I miss yours. I was really sad. Okay. <laughs> I was TDY for that one still. And it's, it's funny when, like, you get really, I truly was disappointed that I, I missed a class. Um, I missed two, actually, because you guys changed a date on me and didn't tell me because I was T-U-R.
1: We did tell you. We did put it on the schedule too. She's I lying. even said,
0: see you tomorrow. Yeah. You yep. said, okay. Yeah. And then I did not see you tomorrow. <laughs> not tomorrow. Holidays were a blur <laughs> for me. Um, but I really was sad that I missed it. But I think the first sergeant panel really
1: stuck out. Um, I do feel bad because I should have just texted you, but that was the day <laughs> that I couldn't even get on the FSS Wi-Fi. Yeah, and I couldn't even be like Amanda, are you coming? Because there was no service. I don't have phone service. Oh yeah, the and I didn't depot. Have, yeah, that was the only downfall about the depot. Is do you see this guilt she carries down.
0: that I didn't, wasn't
1: there. I, I really wish you could have been, but I. I mean, we're all busy. So yeah, I completely. Understand. I was working.
0: I was working hard. I think the other one I really appreciated was the hard call we had that week about the okay. hard call. That was good. Goose and Scott. Goose and Scott. They were fantastic. And just to hear two fantastic senior NCOs talk to us about the things that they've dealt with. Because a lot of times we feel like we put senior NCOs leaders on a pedestal, right? Oh, gosh, they've had this perfect career. They've done this. They've done this. And that's how they got to point A and B, you know. But to hear some of the things that they've gone through and the decisions they made and and things that they've regretted. Sure. um, Makes it feel more human. Because even I look at... Some airmen I speak to feel like, you know, me as a tech sergeant, This kind of like, oh, I've never done anything wrong in my career. Oh, well, slow down, you know. <laughs> and so it, it's great to just kind of reel it back. Yeah. And so to hear a lot of the classmates, too, talk about the things that have been difficult for them. So that was a good week, too. But it's really hard to pinpoint because they were all great.
1: Was it the first week or the second week that we decided you weren't cool unless you had an Article 15? Yeah, I think it, it was like the first week probably, yeah. It was... <laughs> A good chunk of the class, I think, had Article Fifteens at yeah. some point in their career,
0: and they're all great NCOs. Yeah, you make mistakes and you learn from them. Um, and you move forward, and and so that was that was fantastic too. So
1: yeah, I remember thinking, shoot, I, I'm one of those weird people that have never even had a, an LOC, but I also have had my rights read to me as a maintainer. But Main, main, that's street cred for me. That's street cred, yeah.
0: I feel like you have to have it. Like, there's a checklist. Uh,
1: I wish I, I, I... That's one thing I wish I... Well, you know what? I learned a lot going through it, but it's one thing I wish I didn't have to go through. Yeah. And <laughs> Looking I'm, back on it. Yeah. Okay. And I, I knew the, the situation in that case was very silly, and no one's life was truly at risk, but the fact that we couldn't even prove it, yeah. and then we got in trouble for letting pilots do what pilots are going to do sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it happens. It but, happens. Yeah. So we kind of already, do you, is there anything else you really liked about or?
0: Hmm. I think, I mean, really, it was just that community and that fellowship. There's another chap word, fellowship. Because it, it. it's funny, I think about, I've gone to, I don't know how many bullet writing classes or sure. how many, you know, NCOPEs or stuff like that. And when break time happens, everybody just looks down at their phone sure. or like runs away. That never happened. Um. Everyone always had conversation. You know, we'd whip around to the person next to us. like, hey, you said this, this, and this. What do you mean by this? Or, you know, they would track each other down. I think I had a couple conversations in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and so that was great because I've experienced that, where you try to go to network with people and you try to go to fellowship sure. with people. And it's like, oh, break time, to see you. And you're down at your phone. Maybe the no service at the depot helped with that. <laughs> I don't know. But it was um, authentic. It felt very, very uh, authentic and real to have that kind of networking. And so I've seen a lot of them around base. And just kind of a little head nod or, you know, I've had a couple of reach out to me too, which oh, cool. is great. So grateful for that networking. Networking's everything. It really, really is. So. No, yeah. Because at the beginning, it
1: was definitely, you could definitely see the evolution of people getting out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. or finding a new comfort zone. And that was with each other because mm-hmm. there were a couple people that would keep very quiet and that's totally fine. But even what we noticed at the end was you guys would want, some people would want to stick around and mm-hmm. talk to cadre or talk mm-hmm. to each other. And sometimes we'd be so busy trying to clean up just because, again, our goal is to get you out of there by six. If you want to hang out Mm -hmm. and talk to us, we would love it, but we're not going to make you or force you to stay late. So I remember, especially like Jared, he would sometimes stick around or uh, Jeff would stick around Mm -hmm. and they would talk. Andre, I remember one time watching a couple of people that hadn't really mingled and talked to Mm -hmm. each other yet talk all the way through a break. Mm -hmm. And when it wasn't just maintenance talking to maintenance and WSA (laughs) talking to WSA, because we had, I think – Four MXG, four, two WSA, two mm-hmm. SEER, two medical, two ops, and then four MSG mm-hmm. rounded out the class. So quite a big big um, mix of people. WSA, you guys are so spread out. So. Yeah,
0: it was great to, to be with Sailor and then like, be like, oh my gosh, fellow wsa that I never get to see. <laughs> did
1: you know Sailor before at all? I actually did not
0: okay. know. I mean, I knew the office, of course, because sure. we work um, directly um, – we have an awesome EO office. If yes. you guys didn't know, but right now it's Porges Team Sailor. Yeah. He's great, though, <laughs> and his cool Tesla. Um, but I, it was great to meet. And it's funny because my airman had met him the next week. Okay. When Airman, Co- sorry, Cobra was Airman Cobra. And she ran back the next day. She's like, I met somebody from your leadership <laughs> class. And she was so excited. That's awesome. Um, But yeah. I guess well, you were a former maintainer, but there were some times where I felt very silly not knowing anything the maintainers were saying. They were just sprouting out, I think, fake acronyms and fake numbers. Oh. And- <laughs> but it was, it was really cool because, you know, WSA, if you guys don't know what WSA is, it's swing staff agency. So it's like your chapel, your EO, your safety, JA. Um, a lot of that maintainer cop worlds like that is foreign language to us. And so, uh, if you're in one of those kind of, I would say outlier groups like finance or something that doesn't get out there do these kind of things because the things you learn about, you know, maintainers and cops and and FSS and stuff is just, it's really cool. um, The things I've learned there, I didn't remember any of the acronyms, but I did learn things about their jobs. So that's, that's exciting. So,
1: yeah. Oh, that's cool. And that was the whole goal is we want to just give you guys a chance to meet people (laughs) because we know maintainers, we stay on the flight line. (laughs) You have to come to us. Unfortunately, you're allowed to if you want to. Com Squadron, they're behind ciphered
0: locks, I yeah. know most of them. Med group. Med group is all behind secret doors and locks as well. And so. Yeah. I mean, because I'm actually, um, the chapel, we all always have assigned units. And the med group was one of my assigned units. Oh, okay. And so it's it's impossible to get into some of those places because <laughs> you're like, just let me into your door. But uh, it was great to be with, you know, Jessica and stuff and get to people I normally don't get to see because they're bound by appointments. You yes. know, and so they don't get all that free time. And so that's very thankful for
1: that. So. I didn't even realize you couldn't even get into security forces past the, the little welcome area, oh, right. if you will. Yeah. You, you can't even get into that area.
0: There's like a second glass door and I just like <laughs> awkwardly look into it and there's like somebody staring. I'm like, please let me in. I'm not weird. I you promise. have to call me yeah. like, um,
1: I don't know if you know why I'm here because they don't know if you guys talk to each other because they're beat and they're running everything. Yeah i'm here for (laughs) so-and-so i will check yep you can have a
0: a seat and you know they can see you on the camera so you're just like awkwardly standing there in there (laughs) It's fun
1: is there anything you wish maybe would have been slightly
0: different or things that maybe we can improve upon i did a deep sigh because again it's gonna sound cheesy i don't really know if there's much to improve on i thought it was a really great format i thought it was a great way of teaching the time was great i think two hours Is a great time. I thought 4 o'clock was a great time. Maybe better Wi-Fi. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, truly, I think the class itself was a really good setup. I don't know how else he could do it better.
1: We had, I think, Corey, he had
0: mentioned maybe some smaller group activities. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we didn't do a lot of, maybe we only did maybe. I'm watching the plane fly by. Just, you know, never gets old cool our planes Well, that's a C-17. That's
1: not even one of ours.
0: Not even one of ours, Okay. I don't what, 12 years and planes are still cool. Um, We'll get you out to the flight line if you want. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we'll slow down here. (laughs) But I'm terrified of planes. Oh. (laughs) So I think, yeah, small groups would be good because that first activity we did a small group. I think we had a couple others where we yeah, talked about some, yeah, I can see small groups. That's a good idea. Okay. So I agree with that one. Good job, Corey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think Corey's also the one that put How dark and dreary it was in there at times. It does suck that there's no windows, but we're actually going to try and move around from heritage room to heritage room or conference room when we can. The only thing we're worried about, and this is not a dig on you, it just happened to be timed that way, but if people aren't checking their emails, we're afraid that they won't know where the next location is. Oh, yes. If we don't mm -hmm. drive it home or if you have to miss one,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. where's the next one? The Sergeant
0: Wilsons of the next class will... um other suffer. cool Amanda's in the next class. Yeah, other cool Amanda's. Yeah, that that could be cool though. I mean, the depot's a great alternate location until we get the Red Morgan Center back up. But so I think it it did the job. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, small groups I could see. I can. I do. I felt like the group was already a small group because what there was how many of us there was on a
1: good day 16, sixteen when you all could make it.
0: Yeah. But I agree with that. Okay. And then, oh, so I had cadre. Yeah. <sighs> you guys again. I'm not saying this because you're right in front of me. You guys, the cadre was some of the best parts of the class. Um, We had a wide range. We had you. We had Sergeant Tissue. It's from the tower. Mm -hmm. Goose, Security Forces. First Sergeant. We had Sergeant Douglas. Gosh, who else were our cadres? Sergeant Sweat, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Sweat was there. Yeah. um, Bobby Miner. Bobby Miner. Yep. Okay. We had a really wide range of cadre. And I just, you guys... Always kept it so real. I think anytime Goose was up there was oh. hilarious, right? I mean, but you guys just really brought so much to the class. You you always let us talk. But if there was any, like, very rarely was there any, like, time where we didn't know what to say. But you guys always had great stories and just kind of advice. And um, got a lot. Of, I mean, I took, I probably took a page and a half of notes every single awesome. time in class. Oh. And just, you guys would drop, like. Truth bombs and like all kinds of stuff and somebody I think it was during the first sergeant panel, um, one of the first sergeants was talking about you know we have all these balls we juggle and if you're going to drop oh, one make sure you drop the blush. yeah make sure you drop a rubber one and not a glass one and so stuff like that has truly stuck with me. Okay, so it's great. Uh, I, I have this mindset um, in my career is to have mentors that aren't in your own career field. Sure, and so I'm very lucky. I have started Mendoza at the chapel. She is fantastic. And, but it's important to have somebody that's not in my office, my career field, to kind of give me that mentorship. And it's hard to find because everyone's so busy. Everyone's already, you know, she supervises, what, five knuckleheads, you know, and so she's already slammed. The security forces has, I don't know how many people. It's hard to go out there. And it and it can be awkward to just walk into somebody and be like, hello, I am looking for a mentor, <laughs> you know, but to, to kind of have some thrown at you. Sure. Um and I've talked to a few of them. I've talked to you all the time. But I've talked to a few of them since the class has ended, just kind of some questions and stuff like that. And so it was like being given mentors on silver platters. And that can be very difficult. And, and I have a little bit more benefit than some people have because I have those connections already sure. within my job. But to look at a calm person, you know, how are they going to find somebody outside of their unit that's not just going to use them to come fix their computer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was the best part, was to be kind of given the chance to have these mentors. And, of course, we were all assigned chiefs. Oh, yeah. And so... Who would you um, get again? Maintenance. I talked to Chief Diedrich. He was actually... I felt so bad. He was our cadre from the... Well, he wasn't necessarily a cadre. No, he was our guest speaker, speaker. Yes, ma'am. The first week. And the first week was a blur, right? Sure. So when I was assigned to him the uh, to be our chief talk, we sat down. And I think we had scheduled an hour... And I was like, I will not take more than an hour of your time. (laughs) I think we talked for like two and a half hours. And I felt so bad because I had asked him what his leadership philosophy was. Sure. And he was like, well, I told you the first week. FMC. I was like, dang. Yeah, FMC. I had the chance, thankfully, to talk to him for an extended time about it, which was great because, you know, he had, what, five minutes the first week? Sure. And then I got two and a half hours with him, which was fantastic. Um, But really learned a lot. And so I... I don't, I would have never had the chance to talk to him because, you know, my assigned unit isn't maintenance. Sure. And so it was great to be able to sit down and talk with him. We talked about everything. The guy's got a great, awesome career. My favorite part, actually, we talked about the lesson I liked the most was the hard call. My favorite part of our talk with him was about his hard calls. Okay. He's made his career. And so there was a lot of application from what we learned to my talk with him. And then I have applied a lot of that um, already. And then I, our notes that I took with him I actually went back to my troops Oh, cool! and told them kind of some like things that we had talked about. And so that kind of stuff is valuable. You know, we may have never, maybe I would have been assigned maintenance and had that talk, but would we have sat down for two and a half hours to talk about that specifically, or would it have been kind of like a five minute, Hey, chapel team here. Um, so those kind of situations I wouldn't normally have gotten. So.
1: No. And what Amanda's referring to is to graduate the class, one of the small criteria, and I don't think it's a crazy ass is we have each member of the class get paired up with a different chief from around the base, one that's not in their AFSC, not in their their squadron, hopefully not group if possible, mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty possible. And then they basically just talk about life, mm-hmm. talk about leadership traits, get an idea of what this chief values, and then they come up with their own leadership traits. And it's, it's what, like, a, I think you had seven minutes that you had to present by, and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, five, seven minutes, that's forever. (laughs) But almost every single person ended up talking longer. Even when we gave them a time restraint of maybe five to ten minutes, they would easily go over. So that's how easy it was for them to talk about these things. So if you are ever thinking of coming through that class and that just scared you, I promise you, by the end of the class, you guys are all pretty decent pals for the most part and talking to each other about mm. things that you've learned is not even a big deal
0: yeah and i think it's we got that assignment i say like you said assignment loosely but we had kind of gotten that thing with the first week we're like you're gonna have to do this and i think i mean i really spent i, I even i it's funny i was clearing out my share drive which it's so disorganized <laughs> sometimes but i found my template and i was trying to make all these fancy acronyms and like trying to make all this i think one of them was like servant was one of my acronyms i had made And after my talk with with Chief Dedrick, it was like, he's like, it's stuff you're already doing. Think about what you're already saying. Sure. And so after that conversation, I was like, oh, well, dang. You know, I tell my airmen these two things all the time. That's my leadership philosophy. So if that kind of stuff intimidates you, already look inward to the kind of things you're doing. Because even if you're not a supervisor, you're leading within – Within whichever group you're in, and it's stuff you're already doing. Don't try to make any fancy acronyms. (laughs) Sometimes
1: it works, sometimes it doesn't. It was not working. (laughs) I just literally wrote out some words one day after Chief had that talk. Mm -hmm. He said, all senior NCOs should pretty much have their leadership philosophies down. And a couple of the cadre in the back all nodded their heads like, yep, we got those. Well, here I am behind the curve again. (laughs) I better get on it. So I just started with a couple of weeks writing down different words. And I got lucky, and at first it spelled F, and then (laughs) I moved a couple of words around, or letters around, and I noticed, hey, it says hack. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And my first name and last name is kind of fun put together. So we've got North America's hacks. Yeah. So it works out okay, but I got lucky. And if it doesn't work out that way, I think only maybe three or four students actually had acronyms Mm -hmm. or brevities. Everyone else just said, here's a couple of things. I want to roll with. I don't know if you were – that's what you missed. See, that's the one I
0: missed, yeah. Mine literally was – Oh, yeah, I, please share. I did – uh I printed it out on a piece of paper, and it was a house with a heart in it. <laughs> Again, I work at the chapel. <laughs> but mine was, you know, in order to have a strong house, you have to first be the foundation. Sure. And so just remembering that it starts with you. Um, a lot of those conversations we had in that class is the culture – I can inspire it's a culture that my classmates can inspire it's not anything in the far distant future it's right now stuff and so I think too quick people blame other people sure and understandable there are outside factors but we very much can prevent, you know, promote that culture. I'm I'm very lucky that I have an amazing chapel team. Chapel now and my knows if you're listening to this. <laughs> you guys are great. But if but if I didn't, it would be my responsibility to promote that culture in the front office sure. because I can't control what those two do, but I can control what's happening with my people. Yes. And so it was great. It was to chief deejay was like, why are you trying to make acronyms? Just you're already talking about it. And so I tied in, we're all works in progress, and just it it starts with it starts with us you know we can't expect anything else to change unless we promote that so which was great that this class opened up so when I hopefully one day will be a senior CEO guess what got my leadership philosophy all ready to go excellent (laughs) and they
1: can change it's true they can change Uh, we just got the new action orders that came out I saw that on your Facebook and I think yours line up pretty well with it but even if they didn't, we are accelerating change or lose all the time, mm-hmm. and we have to learn to adapt. Yep. So if those don't, those two seem pretty solid in foundation mm-hmm. that you can work off of them if nothing else as time goes on. Mm-hmm. But I think you're off to a great start. Maybe you'll incorporate a couple of more. Yeah. Or a couple more. A couple or more.
0: Always changing, always improving. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share, but I was also curious if you were starting up our next class the first week of February, right after the big inspection. We didn't want people stressing out. There was a couple of inspections during your Mm guys' class. I think we made it work for you guys for the most part, but we figured we wouldn't try and stress everybody out that they're trying to process all their MCT checklists and everything else they're worried about. So we're going to start February 2nd, I'm pretty sure, is the Wednesday. I think we're going to be over in OSS the first couple of times to go see their day room, or not their day room, I'm sorry. Heritage room. Their heritage room and their conference room. Yeah. And one funny thing, you guys have heard us talk about it. We had Cool Amanda and other Cool Amanda, Mm -hmm. Security Forces and WSA, not chaplain, sorry, Religious Affairs. Well, what's really funny is we let the students pick their replacements. So we hope that, you know, it doesn't have to be someone within their shop, within their squadron, but it tends to happen that way because they go back and they talk about it a bunch and either people are very drawn to it Mm -hmm. or they're like, that's maybe not for me. Mm -hmm. For the introverts, it may not be for you sometimes. (laughs) That's okay. okay. You can sit there and listen, but Amanda, both Amandas both chose David's to be the replacements. (laughs) We
0: did not do it on purpose. That, I mean, that's great.
1: So you should let Sergeant Day know that his name will probably be Other Cool Dave. Other uh, Cool Dave.
0: Other oh, cool, oh, cool David. It do doesn't have David? the same ring as other oh, cool Amanda. It doesn't. Not really. No. But they'll make it work. It'll be fun. Or oh, we could just be... He could be OCD. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> other oh, cool Dave. Yeah. Um, I guess the next class... Do they know that they're going through yet? They should know. They should know. Yes. Well, even if you're thinking about this is something that you'd want to do... My advice to the next class, though, is to mm-hmm. network with each other. Take advantage of this time together. Your attitude changes things you can be told to go do something for two hours or you could be like I get to go do this for two hours I get to work on myself this is for you this is not for Sergeant Northam this is not for Sergeant Tissue this is not for Goose this isn't for any of them this is for you and this is your growth and take advantage of that time and I don't are they going to get I'm thinking about the Codges are they going to have a week with Colonel Bentley and Chief Guzman as well We are planning on doing that. We're hoping Chief Guzman will be able to commit to the first week, too. So just if you have that great opportunity to have the FaceTime with base leadership, be prepared with questions. Because we had them come for our talk, and that was another great talk. And what a great opportunity to be able to ask questions that are on your mind. Because they're both very open and very willing to give those answers and hear your thoughts and hear your input. And so think of these kind of things. You're going to have opportunities to be with chiefs that are in charge of groups and sections. And you're going to have the chance to be in front of first sergeants. If you have ideas on your mind, this is the time to talk about them and to take advantage of being with senior NCOs and leadership that you normally wouldn't get to see because they all have great, great stories, great ideas, great um, Advice to give. They're just in a different career field than you are. Sure. And so networking and being willing to speak up and ask those questions. We've had a lot of uh, not very talkative people in our class.
1: Yeah, there's a handful.
0: Every person gave input. So don't be hesitant if you're not the talkative person. There will always be somebody in the class that wants to talk. Trust me. (laughs) I'm one of those people. (laughs) But take advantage. You know, pull them aside and say, you know, hey, you brought this up during class. I'd like to talk to you about it now. They're not going to give you the stink eye if they have to stay 10, 15 minutes after you. So just just go with an open mind. And everyone has ideas and stuff, and so be willing to share those. Awesome. And have fun. Have fun. Awesome. Yeah, and this
1: class is primarily tried to be done with previous students or the graduating class getting to pick their replacements. That's kind of how the cadre are doing it too. We do have a handful of us that are sticking around for the next class. Sergeant Taishu, Sergeant Gislin, myself, and Sergeant Sweat will all be back. And then we're bringing on Sergeant Ganey from Squadron. Smell a neighbor. I love her. (laughs) Sergeant Johnson from Paralegal. And Sergeant Fishburne is going to replace Sergeant Douglas as our first shirt. Those
0: are all great people. So, can't go wrong. I mean, can't go wrong.
1: Yeah. I did want to leave you with a little bit of of information, too. I I just recently put it on our Facebook page. I say ours. I pretty much run the page because I'm on a one-deep position. But for NCOs and even airmen... You're going to get busier mm-hmm. the longer you're in, especially if you can prove that you can handle a little bit of stress and a little bit of taskings. And we're going to test you and get you ready for that next rank, and you're always going to be busy, and you're only going to get busier. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that nothing makes my day better than when someone says, hey, do you have a minute? I'd like to discuss something with you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's humbling to be asked to mentor. Mm-hmm. It's an honor to be the one someone picks. Mm -hmm. So I don't think any, and this goes, and it doesn't matter if you don't know that mentor. Actually, Stacey Solanich and I were talking about this at a senior NCO call. We want to maybe get with top three and see if we can't get just a list of senior NCOs that are willing to mentor. And then it's okay if you don't want to take us up on it, but we'll just have that list floating around maybe with a little bit of information on some of the achievements, not achievements, but some of the things we've done. So if you say, oh, You know, Sergeant Salanish has been through that situation or she's been in that role. That's what I'm about to do. I want to go talk to her. Let me make an appointment with her, see if she has time. Mm -hmm. And we can sit down at Thomas Hammer or wherever and just have a chance to talk. Because we love that. It makes us feel good. It helps you guys out, hopefully. But we're never too busy. Maybe maybe every now and then we just really can't break away. Yeah. But for the most part, if we can, um, for example you're sitting here by yourself today unfortunately <laughs> due to a series of very unfortunate events. Yeah. But when I and this is after the fourth or fifth time of rescheduling yes. some of your guys on we're you. like cats. Some of us <laughs> some of the times were on me. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't not take the blame there. But with Goose, John, and Scott, first time I put out the email, we were able to go ahead and do the podcast for the time cuz they're awesome. That and f- <laughs> And here's the thing too, is we have the ability to be like, hey, we're just going to stay late and we'll knock it out a little bit later. Let's get this accomplished where we know if you guys are coming to us, you might not have that same luxury and you may not have another time to reach out. So we're going to take the time, but it just means you have to come talk to us. Of course, we love to run around the base to our different sections and ask people how they're doing. But if you want to come talk to somebody, I almost guarantee that it's, you're doing them a favor just as much as you're doing yourself a favor. Yeah. So if you ever want to go talk to Ch- uh, Chief D again, I know we talked to you. If you want to talk to Chief Ream or Chief Scott, mm-hmm. they don't even have to know who you are. You just <laughs> say that you're you know, from the chaplain or wherever you're from and you're just looking for advice. I bet you they put you in their books at some point yes. very, very soon.
0: That's great. Great
1: advice. But yeah. is there anything you'd like to kind of... I guess we kind of, you already. I think I
0: really, yeah, I, I mean, I could talk forever again. It's the, the <laughs> curse of the chapel, but it, it really is great. And even if you don't get a chance to go, because this is a NCO-geared sure. class, and if I have a little cough coming, I'm so sorry. It's awkward to cough during these times, you know. There are so many things out there for professional development. I know you just did your airmen. Freshman Freshman professional enhancement. development air enhancement. Sure, I briefed yeah. that one the other day. There's stuff out there. You just, just go look, you know, it, it not always is it going to be in your inbox. The career assistance advisor, you guys have so much stuff. There's great stuff. Just check in and see what kind of stuff you guys have available. And so it might not be ALA, but it'll be something. And sure. just keep working on yourself. So.
1: And we did talk about it. There has been talks about, I guess, some of the graduates from the last class were wanting to maybe sit in if they could. And that's, unless we're doing a uh, an alumni class where you guys come in. Might not work out so well. But what's stopping NCOs? We we called it ALA Junior, which you probably <laughs> want to find a different name. ALA Junior, I like that. But what's what's stopping NCOs from taking this information and trying to do something similar with airmen? I would be signed up for that in a heartbeat. But maybe we can. Maybe that's one thing that we try and bring to you guys is mm-hmm. let's see if we can replicate it at the next tier yeah. down. Because I think I think the need is there. And man, I really wish I would remember to turn off that phone. <laughs> But ALA Junior or Air Power Leadership Academy, Air Power Supervision Academy, maybe we, we bring it. I don't know. We, we can make something happen. Or maybe we still call it ALA and we call it uh, ALA 2.0. ALA Light. No, that's not
0: true. <laughs> I like ALA Junior. I like that one. <laughs> Might be <a> Nick Junior. <laughs> but
1: good. We, we can totally make something happen. So airmen out there listening in the, the actual airman tier. E1 to E4. If you guys are interested, Sergeant Wilson has just said that she might be interested in trying to make something come online. 100%. I think there are a bunch of graduates from your class that would be willing to to make it happen. Mm -hmm. There's nothing stopping you from using almost the exact same criteria from, from senior NCO to NCO ALA.
0: Absolutely. Hey,
1: I really appreciate you making time to come <laughs> talk to us today. Um,
0: you know, NCOs are like cats. You ha- tried your best to hurt us all. I um, was just so the close. only one that got that. You know, you got a hold of. So it was so
1: close. Yeah. I waited too long, and then people <laughs> people had life happen.
0: We're busy. You know.
1: But Jared, we hope you feel better. Yeah, Kumar, feel better. we hope you feel better. Emmy, I'm still going to be looking for you. And Olivia, I hope you're feeling better too. <laughs> yeah. Jessica, don't work too hard. I know. Easier said than done.
0: <laughs> right, Med Group, make it happen. So.
1: But yeah, again, other cool Amanda, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. It was an
0: honor. I love sitting
1: with you. So thank you. Awesome. And everybody else out there, you guys have a spectacular day. Have a good day. That wraps up another episode. If you guys want to be on the podcast or know someone who might want to or possibly have an idea for a podcast, please have them reach out. They can hit me up at 92 Foxtrot Sierra Sierra. Foxtrot Sierra Delta Papa. Fairchild Charlie Alpha Alpha at us.af.mil. And until next time, you guys have a spectacular day.